The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who on this town Hey, welcome into the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We are live in studio. It is Monday. Monday. Waited to jump off the weekend. Had a fantabulous, great weekend. Uh, the weekend went by pretty fast, though. But yes, we are live in studios Monday. Dermy Lachey is here in the studio. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. Join in on the show at any time. Kwame Lasseter is out for the time being. She'll be calling in here very soon. Uh, first thing to jump off starting with, man, yesterday. Uh, going golf, U.S. Open victory goes to Jordan Spieth, and I mean he had a he had a great weekend all all the way around. He struggled a bit to start off with with Thursday, and you know I, I really didn't have beliefs in him. I didn't know if he was going to really make the cut. I didn't know if he's going to pay off. But we put a lot of pressure towards him talking about him last week. Um, that his pressure standpoints in a game of golf needs to step up. No, he's not a Tiger Woods. No, he's not. You know, Roy McElroy, this Jordan Spieth is only 21 years old, but he's the first, uh, actually the youngest, excuse me, not the first, but the youngest U.S. Open victory champion at the age of 21. Goodness, like 21. Winning the U.S. Open, already won the Masters just, what, a, about a month or so ago, about, yeah, about two months ago. Doesn't matter. I mean, he's he's done it. Now he does qualify himself, you know, to get into the Grand Slam. His chances of winning in the Grand Slam are very high now. Uh, I mean, he battled back. It was a great play throughout the weekend uh, by Dustin Johnson. You know, uh, Scott had a great weekend as well. But, you know, he overcame the odds, George Spieth. I mean, at the age of 21, I mean, what more can you ask for for a kid, um, you know, who's just focused in so much, so hard? Um, at the age of 21, you know, it's very rare that you see a, a guy so young, you know, not only win the U.S. Open, but also winning the Masters as well. I mean, that's just an incredible story in itself. Other big news that came out during the Masters was, let alone, once again, Tiger Woods, disappointing, disappointing efforts, dis- disappointing all-around play. I mean, really, it just... It's getting worse and worse for this guy, Tiger. I mean, he's shooting his, you know, his worst games of all time. And also, you know, with this guy slipping and falling, it, it was just bad timing all around for Tiger Woods. Kwame Lasseter, hopping in. I don't need no, they know me. You don't need no intro? No, I got my hater blockers on, too. I can tell. You talking bad about Tiger. Don't tell. be disrespectful. I'm, I'm, this guy is uh, one of the best ever. He was. But he's thinking up the joint. I cracked up when you sent me that uh, text. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just embarrassing now. Like, 
he just looked so unathletic when he slipped and fell, and it was all throughout, you know. <laughs> it happens. Social media. It does happen, but it's just the timing of it, the Tiger way Tiger's who? been playing. And yeah, I'm going to tell you what's embarrassing. It was unfair. Not so much that course, but that course was unfair. And, and I say that tongue-in-cheek because Dustin Johnson played well on it. Jordan Spieth obviously played well on it mm-hmm. by winning. There were some guys that were under, but it was too many guys plus this, over par that. It was too many guys in that situation. Right. And, and you you could say the same thing the way the Masters sometimes set up their way. They, and that was the U.S. Open, but the way a lot of courses set up their greens where you remember the Masters where plus two may be the winner. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's unfair uh, for these golfers. And I know you want to have a – you could say these the best in the world, these are skilled guys, and that is true. But watching it, it's not it's not fun and watching it. So I can only imagine playing it. Like well, I thought I wanted to play that course. I never wanted to play that course. Just mm-hmm. silly. Well, they you become the best because of what? The conditions that you play under, the where your mindset is at. And if you know you come out on top, regardless, you know, of the playing field, weather, uh distractions. Slipping and falling on your backside. And then well, having, he was going up a hill, Having too. a ridiculous stance, <laughs> trying to golf it out. Um, but, you know, re- regardless of the, you know, the conditions, the playing field, yeah, I agree. That It's a terrible green, terrible uh, just all-around course, mm-hmm. um, the conditions that it was under. But, you know, these... I think that's what really pushes you to make you stand out to become the best, the better type, the better golfers. I guess you can say it's a, it's a marathon. That four days, those four days are crucial. That's a long. That's that's a lot of golf. I, I I did it before, and I had good rounds, and I stopped playing golf, and then whatever I was, whatever I was doing well, it just all went away. But these guys do this every week, right? Four, four to five, or four and a half to five rounds of golf every week. Uh, next week they might move on to something else. In 25 more days, you have another uh, major coming up. But they do this. Most of these guys do this every week. Mm-hmm. They play a they play a practice round for the most part on Wednesday. They go play about nine holes, or they go putt and chip and do do whatever they have to do to get ready for Thursday. Mm-hmm. But then it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it's all walking. That is a marathon. So That's a lot of golf. You got to be mentally strong, not just in shape. Remember Tiger Woods was getting in shape and we thought he was going to run track for somebody or play football? Yeah, absolutely. Mentally, you got to get mentally in shape. You got to get physically in shape for that. And I golf, you know, for one day. And after that day, I'm I'm done. That's because you're not good yet. But when you get when you get good, your brain wouldn't be working so hard. And then when you get real good, your brain will be working so hard. So you're going to be mentally drained when mm-hmm. you start when the game becomes what it what it's supposed to become for you, but yeah, mentally, I I agree with that. Physically, uh, physically as well, man. I mean, you swinging that club because this is not even counting. You know, when you got to go. I don't know. Every time I've been golfing so far, I, I I go to the driving range. I get some putts in. I get some short game in, uh, and you know, then I go into the course. So right. these guys are doing it four days in a row. Yeah. You know, and remember when uh, that tweet came out with Richard Sherman talking about. You know, mentally drained out. Uh, you know, athletes. You got to throw the game of golf in there for sure. Because I've I've been through. You know, watching film and breaking down film and football, and you know, getting your mind mentally prepared for practice games or whatnot. But these guys, 
I mean, four days in a, like back to back to back, like that's the competition. That's your game. That's not even practices. That's and, and the think game about time. think about after Sunday, you travel into the next spot. So mm-hmm. Sunday, Monday might be a traveler unless you won the Masters. If you won the Masters, you know you got to go to the New York. You got to ring the bell in the New York Stock Exchange. And a lot of people don't know what that's about, really. But that New York Stock Exchange ringing that bell down mm-hmm. on in um out out in New York. Mm-hmm. And not just New York. I'm trying to think of the exact name. It'll come to me. Uh, but that travel date, Monday, Tuesday, you need to be going somewhere to hit balls. Right. You're probably going to do David Letterman on that Monday also, which used to be David Letterman, who's mm-hmm. now retired uh, as of this year. But you got to make a lot of appearances when you win stuff like this. Mm-hmm. It's just not like football players. It's, the Masters kind of like their Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The, the U.S. Open is kind of like their Super Bowl. You uh, you win, you got to make appearances. Mm-hmm. And it's in that contract where there's a lot of sponsor money. These guys, some of these guys make just as much money on their sponsorships than they do winning or, mm-hmm. or placing being in the top 10. Which you're in the top 10, I can market and sponsor that. You're in the top 20, I can do, I can market and sponsor that. Mm-hmm. Now, this allows Jordan Spieth, you know, to get into the Grand Slam. And also, his Grand Slam chances have risen up pretty highly to the high standards now. Um, one golfer, you know, that I thought was going to pan out this past weekend during the Open was uh, Dustin Johnson. I mean, he came to play Thursday. I mean, he was he was playing lights out Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, and then it just got you know kind of weary on Sunday. And Jordan Spieth, you know, caught him where he lost his focus. I think a little bit in Dustin Johnson. You, th- you think so? I think it was um, that was, you talking about the last hole, eighteen. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he was focused in as as hard as he was coming out day one Thursday. He was balling. Nobody was. I think they were more focused. But they were. But like you said, to your comment, they were drained. You got a three putt on eighteen, mm-hmm. so he was hitting the ball well. You got a three putt on eighteen, eagle, you win it. Mm-hmm. Birdie, you go into a playoff. Par, you gonna lose. Mm-hmm. Jordan Spieth will take that win every time, but it just don't feel good. It, as as bad as it is for Dustin Johnson, no golfer likes to see a, a golfer go through that because it comes full circle. So no one's cheering for you to miss three putts. When I play golf, I'm mm-hmm. on a small scale. I don't want I don't cheer for somebody to miss this putt, even when we're betting. Mm-hmm. It'll be great if you miss it, but I don't <laughs> I don't root for you to miss the putt right. because I say I've had situations. I put myself in a situation where I shouldn't have been there. I should have made that putt or I should have made mine. And mm-hmm. sometimes I give a putt away having the confidence that, well, I'm going to make mine, so it's just going to carry over. And if I miss it, that's on me. Mm-hmm. And they put a lot, it's a lot of pressure on them on them, uh, as well as the pressure everyone else put on them. But Dustin Johnson, he didn't interview with nobody. He didn't, he didn't do anything because with Because this stuff has been going on time after time. I mean, what, that's what I'm saying what with mean? Dustin Johnson. Like, He's off that narcotic now, so but he's playing well. <laughs> Back in 2010 at the Open, you know, he led by three at the 54 holes, and then he shot an 82 in the final round. Yeah, 2010 but, PGA Championship. Yeah, it was. Go ahead. He had a two shot penalty. I know. You, you, did you, but did you see that two shot penalty? That was not. Yeah. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Um, I don't think there's any way anyone knew on in that field mm-hmm. that that could be a penalty. It was a sand trap. Mm-hmm. It didn't even look. It looked like grass and dirt. But they they called it a sand trap, and he ground his club, and it was a two shot two shot penalty. That that's that right there did it. Now I'm mentally focused and prepared for everything I know about the golf course. Then I'm in a spot 
which he hit his tee ball right. I'm in a place where that's not a bunker. It's not even in a bunker. But he had a. But like you said, his place during that time was he was winning. He was in first place. It's Sunday. It's time to shut it down. Yeah, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a pass on that one. Okay, you can. All right. 2011 Open Championship, double bogey in the 14th hole in the final round. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just. And then again, 2000 yesterday. You know, it was just. Yesterday. Three putts. That yesterday was crucial. Yeah. That was crucial. It's just time after time that again was a with major Dustin Johnson. That you I almost want to pull out a handkerchief or a piece of tissue. Mm, that was crucial. I was in the airport <laughs> when I saw that nonsense. It was crucial. Yeah, yeah I feel I feel for him. Like I said, Jordan Speed would take the win. It cost yeah, I mean it cost him the victory though. It it gave but Jordan Speed the You the never light. know. As good as he is, as good as Dustin Johnson is as a golfer, hit the ball miles. He hasn't won his has major a good yet. iron. I feel for him for, for a lot of reasons in the, on that 18th hole, but you never know when that situation gonna come up again. Where I'm in major contentions, I'm I'm about to win, and, and now the story is more so. Well, Dustin Johnson knows. <laughs> Every time he in first place, I got a chance. He, he don't know. <laughs> Them guys are too good. He got that feeling. Them guys are good. It, it, and the course, and here's what I say about the course. It, it was hard, but everybody was playing on the same course. Mm-hmm. So. Hit your eyes accordingly. Well, they do the same thing for Tiger. But Tiger, is, in my opinion right now, he's irrelevant. So the oh conversation about him in, in golf courses, mm-hmm. well, what they did for golf courses where Tiger was playing when he was winning, well, they know he couldn't hit the ball straight mm-hmm. off the tee box. So they narrow fairways. They say, well, we'll stop you. This is my opinion now. Well, we'll stop you from getting mm-hmm. a Jack Nicklaus record. We just narrow the fairways. Now, <laughs> now I'm, dead, I'm dead serious. So, so, old, so old school golf courses where he does win, they can't touch them because of the, what you would add more trees, but you're not narrowing any fairways right. uh, for the most part. Like in 2008 when he won, you, mm-hmm. you can't do too much to that course. That's another guy, Jason Day, I'd like to see win. But mm-hmm. that's what they do. The course was fair for everybody. Everybody was on it, so I don't make any excuses for Tiger. Tiger just mentally somewhere else. He um, he has to do something very extraordinary, which is possible. It was It's in him. To even win another major. Um, These guys are too good. Now the talk is Jordan Speed and Roy McIlroy. Well, remember we talked about that with Jordan Speed uh, coming out as the Look U.S. Open champ, um, $1.8 million. We talked about that. Look, who does now, the, who now, should the pressure? Look what the second place uh, falls were. That's second place. That's tied for second, in fact. I'll take it. But <laughs> That 1.8. But that 1.8, you, you got 87 877000 144 dollars mm-hmm. $144. That's second place. Two guys get that. Mm-hmm. First place is $1.8. Now, they're they not far off. Well, they, they, they are off. They are far off. But what comes with that is that major. Mm-hmm. Winning a major. He got $1.8. He got close to $2 million yeah. to win a goal. Well, that's four days of work. That's hard. Mm-hmm. For the 1.8 million. You know what I don't like? I don't think I ever liked this. The pr- the purse, the marketing we put on men's sports as opposed to women's sports. As in, what do you what do you? A woman at? can win. She's not winning uh, 1.8. She can come in first place and she could be she could dominate for five weeks in a row, which have been done a few times by one woman. Mm-hmm. But she's not winning 1.8 in any event. Well, not yet. Well, no, it's been a while. She she wins. She might win three hundred some thousand. But it's it's what we put on the 
men sports and what we choose the world. The sponsorships and the marketing, I always thought, look at the uh, WNBA. When I first saw the the Mercury with all this stuff on, I thought it was NASCAR. <laughs> I thought they, they, got, yeah. they have to get all these sponsors. And some of their sponsors, when the NBA started, it was sponsored by someone different. Yeah, that, And that's okay, but people back out of a sponsor when it comes to men and women's sports. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, but I don't see the fairness in it. And the marketing? Because I watch... Yeah. I watched more women when I was learning how to play. I watched more women in senior uh, golf than I did the PGA. Yeah, well, um, I'm going to give you my standpoint of it. Of it. Uh, when you look at athletes, male athletes, they are put on a pedestal as going back into times. To me, and this is my standpoint of like gladiators. Mm-hmm. You know, gladiators was the original sport where you see men fight, men fought, you know, and you see and these guys are built animals. up. Yeah, these guys are built up in this in this type of way. You go to and then also I think it's a sex appeal. I mean, sex sells. Men who are structured like athletes is going to sell more than you know, women athletes whereas you can see a woman on TV dominate the game, uh, you know, tremendous play Serena Williams, but you walk them down the street, you can also you'll see <laughs> either lookalikes or something similar to a Serena Williams, so it's not that appealing on a sex appeal, you know. But she's an athletic competition. She is an athletic, yeah. Whereas the male standpoint, you look at it as a, as a young kid growing up, oh, man, I want to look just like that. I want to be that gladiator. I want to be that, you know, that structure. It's just all stereotype, but that's why I think that's why, you know, men get put on a higher pedestal than women athletes, which, you know, I don't – I don't, you know, they did a great job bringing in the whole, you know, Title IX deal. Mm-hmm. Um, what, in college stuff? In college stuff, um, you know, to, to settle it more a little closer. Um, but, yeah, I mean, still, men's sports is just, you know, on that, on that higher pedestal. It's, you know, better athletes who can run and jump higher. It goes back know. to what you said initially, the gladiator part of it. Right, right. Because when, when men... When they got tired of men fighting each other, they threw lions in there. <laughs> yeah, they threw, they threw they threw an animal in there and see how well an animal in a, in a human fights. Mm-hmm. You look at all the football teams: lions, bears, mm-hmm. Bengals. Uh, who else we got? Uh, what's other animal teams we have out there? Car- well, not the birds, but you got the eagles and the cardinals. Mm-hmm. Most of this uh, the deities of uh, worshiping. Animals mm-hmm. it comes from that comes from a long line of that, but but yeah, it, it's back to what you said that it's the, the excitement and the gladiator part of it, the blood sport up that it is. You're not gonna get that blood sport with women. That's why when like Ronda Rousey and, and mm-hmm. women like her, uh, Layla Ali, become so popular because it's a woman doing a man thing at a high level, and it's more interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that's the opinion, uh, popular opinion. It's more interesting because they. It's a blood sport to them. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we're going to take a quick break, but uh, two teams that you definitely left off the list was the Cowboys and the Giants, which we're going to talk about as soon as we come back from break. I left them on the list for a reason. They, they they got some divas, you know, that that, that is arriving for the <laughs> Cowboys and for the New York Giants. Kwame <laughs> Lasseter, Sports Talk Show. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back into the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show, 888-346-9144 is the number to call in, dial in on the show. Demi Lachey is here in studio with the one and only Kwame Lasseter, Mr. Foreign Whip. They know me. Mr. Foreigner Whip. See, that's why I don't trust them foreign cars, man. They look nice, great commercials. Well, it wasn't me. I was hooking up a friend. Oh, you was looking up a friend? Yeah, it wasn't me. A friend called me on my way. I couldn't leave a friend. If I call you a friend, I can't leave you down. I can't leave you <laughs> stranded. And I and I kind of mastermind. I, I put it in a position where I got here just in time. I was here for the you first did. segment. You did. So I had to do a whole bunch of nothing. But you got to. Yeah, man, I'm just, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I was raised where don't trust a foreign whip. I was close to Detroit. <laughs> I think it's just growing up close to that Detroit, Michigan area. I'll say this. That's all. We, we don't see a lot of foreign cars out there. Well, Nah, in, in, the in Detroit, you I mean, you'll you see, can, you gonna get some foreign cars in, in Detroit. I mean, you'll see a couple who, 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 in the Midwest. Who gonna get them? What's that? Foreign cars. Who gonna? They're get not em? gonna get them. But Detroit is gonna make American <laughs> cars with foreign pieces in them. Not necessarily. All, not those, all the way. Those pieces are made in Japan, China, Korea, somewhere where they can get cheap labor, and, and that's why <laughs> you have a factory and a, assembly lines. They're not doing the work. Building the cars a a puzzle. You used to uh, you used to build uh, model cars. When yeah. you was a kid, mm-hmm. that's all that is. The factory line. You know where the pieces mm-hmm. go. Then you had fun putting it together and painting your car mm-hmm. a certain way. That was the best part. Even with the little football, man, that with the electric football thing machine. I wasn't good at that game. Well. Thank God for Madden. <laughs> yeah, well, Madden, that changed the game. <laughs> Thank God for Madden. And television changed the game after that, before True that, though. True but my, my foreign cars serve a purpose. Maybe they serve your image, but I think my next car, vehicle or... Whatever, it's gonna be American made. Yeah, I'm trying to keep the economy in America because the more the government try to give it over to the uh, foreigners uh, overseas, I just made it up. <laughs> they, I, I um, was waiting on that. Yeah. They, um, I mean, you got to keep stuff in America. You know who my favorite person to buy America cars? Fictional character, Al Bundy. Al him, Bundy, him and his Dodge, old trusted <laughs> Dodge, brown doodle Dodge. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I'm gonna start. I think my next vehicle gonna be uh, 
probably might be a muscle car, but it's going to be American. All right. I got to hook it up, too. It has to be able to travel to Vegas with no problem. <laughs> I'm serious. I'll hold to, you to that. It has to be. Like, I don't want a car that I can't drive. Like I, You don't want to drive it past five hours. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold you to that because they're international cars. You can't really push it out too far. I've taken my you car to Vegas city. a couple of times and California. And now we see All where Patty me. B is. <laughs> that wasn't that me, though. Patty B hurting right now. I'm uh, Patty B's hurting. No. Patty B's hurting. Just like these Giants, uh, New York Giants teammates on Odell Beckham. Hating. You know, it's been stories that just came out recently that Beckham is kind of bugged by these little remarks from his teammates, which, you know, is definitely a, a jealousy factor. I mean, you got a kid that just walked in the doors straight out of LSU, comes into football, uh, comes to the NFL, sits out his first four games because of a hamstring issues. You know, in the game of football, people judge you. Five? People, people judge you. Guys judge you off off of hamstring injuries because some guys play through them. Some guys just, you know, they need to rest them. I think he missed four games. Maybe a bye week was included in that. It was came came in the game and just and just changed the game, dominated as a straight rookie. You know, he wasn't winning them games, but he had he had stats. He was scoring touchdowns. He was catching long deep balls. He was catching one handed balls. You know, that he had the catch of the year. Maybe the catch of the decade of, of the century, even though Kwame still had claims that he made. This, I made that this same catch. catch. I made that same catch. A decade, did the play a count? Decade ago. Did the play count? It always counts. All right, because I'm. But, but you know, Gronkowski made that a nice catch too in the end zone. Yeah, he did, but it wasn't no Odell. Because Gronkowski no Odell is six Beckham. seven and Odell's like five ten, and it looks better. That's like uh, that was just an overall better catch. But, that's like but I, agree, I agree a, with you saying, but. It was just an overall better catch. Let me, me tell you what it's like. Tell I'm going to break like. it down for you real quick, and I'm going to let you finish on with your little... Your, your, your my slits. ODB? Yeah. My old, my... <laughs> That's me being a great rapper, but then when Eminem do oh, what Eminem, Eminem do, if he does what I do, it's extraordinary because it's different. You expect it from Mommy. me. You expect it from me. You it expect it from me. overall better catch. I'm telling the you. The kid caught the ball behind his head. No disrespect to Gronkowski catch. Was great. catch. But Gronkowski, he he don't have to jump up, twist his body because he can't. Odell can because he's shorter, more flexible. He got some. I watched this guy work out before he even got into the league. He was at Exos. Mm-hmm. Has some huge hands. Hands are huge to be five ten. But you know he he practiced with a purpose. He went out there and got it done. He he was uh you expect him to make that play. But to your point. These guys, you know, he comes in the league missing four games. These guys going through camp. And they losing. These are New York Giants, and they losing. And they feel like Odell didn't go through what they had to go through. But if you hurt, you hurt. When he came, when he got on the field, did they did they have any problems with him? No, did he no, not sir. catch the ball? Did he not go to the Pro Bowl? They were they were patting on his back. They Pro were Bowl. patting him back. I mean that's I mean that's why I feel like the whole jealousy factor come in. This kid, straight rookie, Pro mm-hmm. Bowler, All Pro, one of the best receivers in the game. To- Madden cover today. Thank God for Madden. <laughs> that man coming, if you believe in it. <laughs> o- o- Odell is out here. I mean, he's he's. I mean, every little video, every time he step out of his house, he got a video and camera you know following what? him. He better take advantage of marketing himself. And here's where he, where that's going to happen. And you, and I'm glad you brought it up. Hanging out with LeBron, marketing. I mean, he's, he's taking Justin advantage. Justin Bieber, did you ain't say nothing? Bieber. What? <laughs> Justin Bieber hung out with LeBron. Uh, Johnny Manziel hung out with LeBron. Nah, oh, it's LeBron. He hung out with anybody. His boy's more that's important than LeBron. You, that's when you got it made. That's when you made it. You ain't made it hanging out with LeBron. You hanging that's out when with Joe. When you hanging out with Magic Johnson. When you Magic hang, Johnson. 
When you hang, I ain't Johnson sitting up on his son. With, uh, when, when you hanging out with hang Magic out with them Johnson, girls that mess with uh, who, the Magic? Clippers owner or the old Clippers. <laughs> That's the people, man. I'm cool. What was that? that? What was her name? You ain't cool off that. Magic Johnson's a money maker. Hmm. He know he, Magic. I got my feelings about Magic. I got certain feelings about. Me Magic. too. I do I feel too. A certain type of way. He got. I feel that he put money in your pocket. He know how to make money. Mm-hmm. I'll try to hang around with people who know how to make money. I don't care what your lifestyle is. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle. Do you think that it could be a purpose standpoint of ODB? these players getting at ODB? I mean, <laughs> do you oh, think oh. you know you you got it right? ODB. Uh, do you think it's a purpose standpoint, like that? Coach Coughlin is telling these guys, you know, joke with him, come at him, tell him he's you know. Why are you sitting out with the hamstring? Because I think it'll keep him humbled a little bit or keep him hungry. I don't think um, Coach uh, Coughlin is doing it, but I think someone of his staff is doing it. But I also think you got some veterans over there. That was a rookie last year. You got some veterans over there. We You was a a veteran in high school. You was a veteran in college. You know how to nudge a little young player who you think is good, going to be good, who can help your team. You nudge him, see if he can get on the field, what's wrong. Mm -hmm. Because we all joke around with each other. And – if he's hurt, Odell, if he's hurt, he's hurt. Because when I, saw, when I saw what I saw when he got on that field, I saw some recovery. I think in the locker room, the most sacred place in football, and I should say major league sports, the locker room, and, and most sports, I should say that, mm-hmm. we, we go hard on each other. And it, it's not even disrespect. The only ones who can't take it is the board, them two boys in the, um, Miami. <laughs> them two clowns in Miami who mm-hmm. had a problem with, with clowning each other. A lot of words. Well, you got to use the right words, too. Mm-hmm. You have to use the right words. But I don't know. I think with somebody, it could have been the assistant coaches who's closer to the age of um, most some of the players. Mm-hmm. Could have been some veteran players. Or it could have been guys just say, come on, rookie. Come on, rook, do this. And Odell don't know how to handle that, thinking I'm a star out of LSU. First-round draft pick, haven't played. I mean, he's a superstar on that team now. So, regarded as the superstar on the team. So, when you think when you think New York Giants, you don't you think Eli Manning? You think Eli Manning and then Odell Beckham? Yeah, because I don't know. I I can't even. You always got to go quarterback first. I mean, if your quarterback, if if your quarterback got any type of talent, well, we can name all thirty-two teams, and I and I can tell you, Houston. J.J. Watts. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you got a <laughs> winning quarterback. Like, if you got a, a, a just any quarterback with talent, you got to – it's quarterback first. Who you think about when you uh, – who you think about when I say Buffalo? I don't know. I said when you have a quarterback no, with I talent. No, I know. I'm just saying. I don't know the quarterback with the talent in Buffalo right what now. What I heard, you always got to go quarterback first. It, most times it's the, mo- they the if most popular. A, if you have a quarterback with – I'm sorry, comma, whatever – it's if that quarterback has talent, quarterback name is always mentioned first. Look at look at Tennessee. The guy didn't even step on the field yet. What's the what do you say? Marcus Mariota. Mm-mm. Heck, you Tennessee? can even say that for uh for Detroit. Matt Stafford. No. Calvin Johnson. No. Calvin ain't been playing. Calvin I mean, he wasn't all pro for the first time in five years. Calvin Johnson? Mm-hmm. Last season. Because of, because so of the well, he's been hurt. You're talking about Houston. So when you think about yeah. Detroit, you he, think he, of he'll Matt be all Stafford. pro this year. We'll see. Um, how you think if about that dumb quarterback what, getting the ball? <laughs> going back to ODB, <laughs> that he giving the ball with, with five people on him. They ain't winning no games when he do that. Man. But when they get a run game, it's when they start winning ball games. They get a good defense. I, everybody wins ball game if you can run the ball. Cardinals had that problem. Cardinals had that problem. ODB, 
ODB. Uh, Victor Cruz. I think he I think he's ran Victor Cruz name out the building. Because when Victor Cruz is oh, doing the shoot, cha-cha. Oh, I forgot all about Victor Cruz. Yeah, Cruz exactly. ain't going to have that problem. Exactly. Be, and that's just be... happened in one year. You think of Victor <laughs> Cruz. It like wasn't even Cruz. a year. Oh, I forgot about months. him. Right. It's like, oh, I forgot about that. They had him. What is he doing with life? Do you think he's feeling some some type of way? Could, you know, they'll talk about, hey, calm this guy well, down. Victor tore his knee Bring up. him back to. He did. He tore his knee he, up. Yeah, so he just came he Now, just came if he was on the field with OD and OD outplayed him and then had that catch while he was on the field together, that's a whole nother. Now we're talking about something. Now we can have a, a <laughs> I, conversation. I think he was out there, Kwame. We can have a conversation about the animosity. I think he was out there. Why would you? Time. Why would Victor Cruz be anim, have an animosity to him? If I'm not saying he does, but if he did, I thought that would be crazy. I'm like, yes, I got another receiver on the other side of me. Take some pressure off me, and mm-hmm. I take some pressure off him. Who are you going to cover? And then they had the third receiver. They always going somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. To other, yeah, they going to other teams. They and they get drafted in the first round. Right. But this is the kind of backlash that I guess Beckham even said himself that he's starting to get a little bit. Like, oh, you're too big time now. Uh, talking about his hamstring. Oh, you sitting out. Oh, you too. You just too big time now. And you know he just here. You know that he try to blow it off, but then after a while it gets old and it bothers him. Somebody. Why is that bothering him? Why should that bother you? I agree. And then Coach Coughlin says, you know what? I want him to react just like he did last year. React to, you know, the hamstring jokes. Because what you just said, because <laughs> he might have told them guys. That's get on what him. I'm saying. Yeah. And he was like, worry about the things that you can't control. Because, I mean, come on, Kwame. What rookie comes into the NFL at the receiver position, dominates for, a, you know, every game that you play. Yeah, you missed the first couple of games, but you dominated every game. Became all pro. Became all everything. I mean. What? what you mean? That's plenty of receivers that I'm do that. Looking, who? Who who's done that? Name a receiver besides last receiver. And the next, I can think in the about last ten years. They came out rookie year where they became all pro. Uh, uh, you, I'm, okay. And I'm thinking like what Randy? You can. I'm thinking Randy Moss. You he only went to the Pro Bowl because a receiver got hurt. Now he wasn't the first pick of the Pro Bowl ODB. He wasn't the first pick. That catch just made him an alternate, and then he ended up going. <laughs> now for real, it he was him, all pro. All pro and pro bowl are two different things. If you're all pro, you're going to be considered for a pro bowler instantly. I was with, all pro. Without the catch. Well, I, I'm telling you, yeah, you can be considered, but all pro is and pro bowl are two different things. He was a pro bowl alternate. So would you rather be all pro or all pro? pro. Okay, all then. pro. Okay. ODB was an all pro. I'm already That's what, with, with, at. What, I, what you say, I'd rather be, I'm already that. But look, <laughs> I, I'm saying, no, I'm saying this, he's a pro bowl talent. He's pro bowl talented. But I'm saying he was a Pro Bowl alternate. He was all pro, but he was a Pro Bowl alternate. A receiver didn't go, which he was the next guy up. So he went to the Pro Bowl. I'm, no, I'm not saying to, taking anything away from this guy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan like you a fan. He's had one hell of an offseason. But That's I'm going I'm to saying. your comment, huh? Mm-hmm. offseason. Yeah. No, I'm going back to your comment is look at every receiver that came out of the league the last 10 years and tell me they didn't do what he did. It, there's some receivers coming out. In this league. Who, who balled like this guy his rookie year? Became all pro? Became You playing with the New York stinking Giants. They, what else you going to do? You missed six, four or five games already. You better come and ball healthy. I, I just can't think we of had more guy. time. If we had <laughs> yeah, more, time, had more on time on the show, would I would look up these it. receivers and tell <laughs> you, you tell me. And I'm going to name them like I told you name the team and the quarterback, and that ain't the first guy you think about. Majority of the time, yeah. Yeah, majority of the time, yeah, absolutely. Because everybody starts with the quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I'm starting with J.J. Watt. 
<laughs> but I need a quarterback to That's get fine. me into the you gonna, uh, big end of that. You're going to be losing ball games. You ain't losing no ball games from the JJ White, your best player. That's not true. That's not true. Okay, I'm not going to say Because Reggie White was your best player. You're right. I'm not going to say your best player, but if he is the. The face? You know, yes. If he's the face, the ultimate face of the franchise. I mean, not you, taking nothing away from the defensive player because I know you got a defensive heart. No, I got, I'm, 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 go ahead. I'm listening. But what I'm saying is if he's really like that face where you just build your whole team around J.J. Watt, then there's a problem. Or a defensive player. Yeah, J.J. Watt is top five player in the NFL. Maybe top two. Oh. Um, Behind who? Uh, Tom ODB. Brady. <laughs> no, ODB the, the way the media he be, ain't even be in top five. <laughs> the way the media portrayed this guy, nah. But ODB um, gonna be a star as long as he can take this criticism. When you can't take criticism, you are done. Yeah, you is close. You are a closed casket. I don't know. It's just JJ Watts is a face, and and he's a face of the NFL. He's a face of a franchise. I will market that guy to the wheels fall off, and then I will find me a quarterback. Remember Cal Orton? He wasn't a face, but he was serviceable. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything to. He didn't do anything to lose games, but he would he would keep you in games to win it, and that's when your defense take it over. You remember um, <laughs> the quarterback for Chicago Bears? You don't think about him. You thought about their defense. They went to the Super Bowl, and lost to Indianapolis. You gotta know him. You, you, you was yeah, in Rex Napa. Grossman. He Rex Grossman. Indiana. Yeah, but you don't think about him. No, the Chicago not Bears. But. You didn't think about him at all. <laughs> all you called him was gross. was like gross, like grossed out. You made fun of and, and mockery of his name. But he didn't do anything to win in those games. Just don't lose the games. Well, Houston ain't got nothing, nothing close. They need a quarterback. Towards that Chicago. They, they got a quarterback. Didn't they, um, who they have this they year? They got Ryan Mallett, and they picked up uh, Hoyer uh, from um, Cleveland. Hoyer, yeah. Hoyer going to have that job. The, Ryan Mallett not getting it because he went to. Both of those guys backed up Tom yeah, Brady. Right. Um, I like Hoyer. at the same time. <laughs> I, I, I'm not believing. But the last guy to start it was uh, Brian Hoyer. Yeah, he was the last one to start it, last one to fail. Um, he didn't fail in Cleveland. In Cleveland, no, he didn't fail. Me? You watch them guys stats. pull up the stats. Numbers don't lie. I know, yes, they do. No, they don't. Numbers lie. They call it, they call it statistics. Pull up his they, stats. They, they, they lie. Pull up his stats. You heard numbers me. lie. You heard rumors in that meeting last week. Them numbers do lie. <laughs> I can make numbers do whatever they want to do. You can. I can make him look good in a week, well, or I can make Hoyer, him look bad in three weeks. But Brian Hoyer, week to week, was not looking well at he all. He didn't. Brian Hoyer did his thing in Cleveland. With, what? He did enough where he what had to. What was around him? What? He had a strong defense, like you said. What was around him? That defense was Offensively, winning. Offensively, what was around him? You had an idiot that can't stay off the the uh, narcotic, the weed. <laughs> you had. And uh, he still played. And you had. <laughs> and they still were. And you had a guy. Division. You had a guy that kept trying to promote in front of you. Oh, man, y'all don't got time for no inner pressure. Let the pressure come oh, from somewhere yeah. else, not my team. Brian Hoyer, you got pros around you. You got a winning season. You were had like three losses, four losses. No excuse. It, it, it came down to him, for sure. Kwame Lasser, Sports uh-huh. Talk Show. We're we going to take another quick break we're here. We're going to come into our last segment. <laughs> uh, we're going to come into our last segment. What's up with this talks about Oscar De La Hoya making his way back to the ring? A-Rod, Mr. 3000. Kwame Lasser, the Sports Talk Show. We'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Get away from the refugee camp. Oh, Maria, Maria. Remind me of a West Side Story. You can't tell the difference, can you? Uh, it's a it's a huge difference, no. honestly. It's a real big difference. Oh, God. <laughs> well, your voice is going to get that better with the shades on. Kwame Lasseter, Sports Talk Show, back live in studio. Demi Lache, Kwame Maria Maria Lasseter. Yeah, Just that's uh, me with some Carlos, Carlos Santana Sant- right yeah. there. Anyway, yeah, him too. Um, if Barbara Brown can make it big, I could sing. Barbara Brown made it big because he can't sing. He a great performer. He's an entertainer. He can sing. Really? He got a couple good hits. Yeah, they are, but he entertainer. Some single hits. He, he, I, I can make you sound good. I can make you look good, put some makeup on you. I can make you sound good, but get you in the studio. <laughs> he can sing, saying. man. Bob Brown was one of my favorite. Don't be cruel. Don't be cruel. Oh, that's one of my favorite guys. I couldn't hit those notes. I don't be cruel. That, well, you can't sing. I can't. I'm a karaoke king. That's one thing I wish I could do was sing. Sing? What, really? It'd be too would you, easy. What, what would be would, too easy? Just, you, <laughs> what would, would be, be too easy? too easy. You can't, to, if you like, can talk, it's easy. Look. Just, just to enjoy life. Your game. Your game is... Just to yeah. enjoy life. No, man. I'll be sure can I can sing, sing. I'll be sure I can sing. That's all he, he should have played football. <laughs> I'll be sure I can hit a scholarship. That's all he has. Is that, man, if I had that, if I had that voice... I said that too. Ooh. I said if I could sing, sing... Oh, man. Or... As we say, if I can it, sing mm-hmm. with an S A N G, yeah, I just enjoy. Life. I, I think I'll be. I'd, I'd probably be a bad person. Life would be too. I don't know if I'd be life bad. I'll take be that back because you could just sing your way out of any situation. Out of jail, can you <laughs> sing your out of DUI. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, I, I, um, <laughs> no, I, I singing. It'd be too easy. You talking about some other stuff. No, I'm not. I'm coming. You, 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 you trying to break it to that other stuff? No, nah, you want you want to hear something? You has nothing come, to do with come to karaoke. I'll show you how to do this. We can have a battle. I mean, oh, it ain't gonna be no battle. I can tell you. I mean, I'm, I'm oh, just saying, it'll be I a mean, battle, I, but it I won't be any competition. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm no. Uh, Nobody. I'm no Trey Songs or anything. Trey Songs can't sing anything. Trey Songs can sing. He get a couple notes. He ain't no Sam Smith. I ain't no. Yeah, I ain't no Sam Smith. I ain't no Miguel. But you dress like Miguel. Look at that shirt you got on. Don't hate. <laughs> Don't hate off the swag. Ed Sheridan? What's up with um 
What, I got to these talks real quick. Real quick, like we're going to talk a little. I know you do, because I see you. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. It's, it's H&M, baby. Yeah, man. Can't lose. So, uh, I see. What, what's up with these talks? Oscar De La Hoya talking about getting back in the ring. He has some urge, still a chip on his shoulder about Money Mayweather and how the way his career has gone. He just thought, if Money Way, if I could just retire and not take any more punches for a long time, and while Money Way, uh, Mayweather stay in the ring, get older, I might have a chance to beat him. In all seriousness, that was just my speculation. Okay. In all seriousness, when you've been at the pinnacle and you the golden boy, nobody's talking about you anymore. Let me just throw that out there so people can get to talking about me again because maybe I got something else coming up. You know when a lot of uh, when people have books, when they wrote a book, which mine's coming soon, when they write a book or they're in a movie, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden they want to go into these record shows and, I mean, uh, studios and uh, sports shows and different talk shows. Mm-hmm. Now you can see them because they're promoting something. But it, before that, you know, you call them, they say, well, I can't do it right now. They can only do it when it benefits them. Mayweather talking, I mean, Golden Boy is talking crazy because, and it's actually joking, they actually worked together, they made some money together. Mm-hmm. He's talking crazy because he's no longer relevant as, as the spotlight goes, but he's still the Golden Boy, he's still making money. Uh, you can look at his uh, tax returns at the end of the year. He's of still making money, yeah, he's, yeah. but nobody's talking about him, and, and all they did for a long time was talk about him. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion of it. I, I, there's no. I just don't understand. I don't think Mayweather would even. Mayweather has even addressed this. Oh yeah, just hit him in the. In the uh, what do you say? My kidney or my liver? Yeah. You say my liver. Yeah. Just, just hit him in the. Just in the double back. tap him. Just double jab him. I just wanted to get that out of the way. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't want to spend no time on it. But <laughs> just the talks of it, just even pick it up. I mean, come on, come on, De La Hoya. You, you I, I enjoy watching Oscar De La Hoya fight. He's a Hall of Famer in my eye. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he I was agree. great during his time. You, let me tell you. Let me tell you culture. about this guy real quick, so we don't spend no more time on it. And it's gonna be quick. Before there was those two guys, Parnell, Sweet P. Whitaker. You better watch some of his fights. They used to rob him like they rob heavyweights. You mm-hmm. know how you watch a fight and you just think, "Oh, this guy is over." You even the Hurricane Carter. Mm-hmm. You ever seen the movie? The Hurricane. Yeah, Hurricane. Mm-hmm. Usually he beat this guy. This guy damn near looked like he was about to die, and they gave the the belt to the. Uh, the championship to the other guy. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a mark on him. Sweet Pea used to beat up guys like this. You couldn't touch him. He was ducking dodge. You couldn't touch him. And he's standing right in front of you. But because of that, he wasn't aggressive. Mm-hmm. They used to give fights to other guys. And he was beating these guys on points alone. Mm-hmm. So before there was a uh, Oscar De La Hoya and Mayweather, you better look, do some research on uh, Sweet Pea Whitaker. Sweet and Pea. then find out where he's from. You know what? I'll go do that. I'll do some homework tonight. You ain't got to do a lot of homework. It's easy. Ain't going to do a lot of homework. I mean, I want to see his background. See if he's been to jail a couple times. (laughs) Sweet with the name Sweet P. Sweet Sweet P. (laughs) I got to make sure. Norfolk, Virginia. I got to make sure he got that name from. Um, ESPN Magazine coming out with the body issue. Mm. 24 athletes chosen. Brittany Griner is one of the few. Bryce Harper, who was a beast who was killing it in baseball, Uh, came back from injury, knocked. Smacked a big home run coming back already. He I mean, better. He's leading the majors, I think, with slugging percentage right now. I mean, I think he's front runner as MVP right now. DeAndre Jordan, of course, Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be there. 
Yeah, he's the player of the year. And also your favorite player of all time. Ronnie Lott? No. Tony Dorsett? No, basketball. AI? Kevin Love. You crazy in your head. Kevin Love will be (laughs) in the body issue. Kevin Love, why? Kevin Love will be in... With a a lopsided shoulder. They already (laughs) did these photos, by the way. They already did this stuff. When? Before the shoulder or yeah, after? Before. Before. Well, you can do you some know, things on the computer, honestly. Yeah, a lot of them. Like, you see the new Janet Jackson? Oh, he could have, like, put the left shoulder up, put the right shoulder behind him. I need to get in. I'm going to create me a body. I'm gonna, You know what I'm going to do? going to create you a body? Yeah, no. Well, no. Well, yeah, to that too, because I need to. got to get my ass, man. I, I used to be sexy. I got to get my ass back. <laughs> Look, I'm going to create me a calendar. 12 months of me. <laughs> I'm not lying. Next, Okay. Okay. <laughs> By next year... Get this calendar. It'll be twenty dollars. It should be more. It should be two hundred. But I'm gonna just so y'all have it. I'm gonna make it a twenty dollar calendar. Twelve months of me starting in January, mm-hmm. and December gonna be off the chain. Gonna be a cold month. <laughs> this is gonna be a cold month. December gonna be a cold month. <laughs> you gonna want to get this calendar for yourself and hand it out to your. Uh, no, nah, I'm good. To your, your, to your friends. I'm good. I don't think you you want nah. you want to get this. It ain't gonna be nothing crazy. It ain't gonna be nothing sexual. It's just gonna look sexual. It's gonna be. When are we going to talk NBA? We're going to talk NBA gonna Thursday or it's tomorrow? It's going to make me sick. Uh, we're probably going to discuss the draft more is Thursday. NBA. Um, we're so probably we going to discuss Thursday. about Thursday morning. The NBA draft is coming up. Jaleel Okafor, Car Anthony Towns. Second round. First, I mean second first pick. or second picks. Honestly, I wouldn't be mad at going second Me pick. neither because I don't want to go to Minnesota. <laughs> Who wants to go to Minnesota? I'm going no, to- you talked it up last show talking about Andrew Wiggins. Don't think I forgot. Well, Andrew went to Minnesota by trade, not by draft. But he's there, period. Yeah, but he ain't having anything to do with that. Did he have anything to do with that? Oh, he's balling. He is rookie of the year. So if LeBron better than J.R. Smith. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Right now. Hands down. Right now. Hands down. Right now. You tell me this. You got J.R. Smith. You LeBron James. I I am LeBron. You brought right. I'm the king. You okay. King. You um you got the rookie of the year or you got J.R. Smith in the playoffs. I'm taking JR. You you gonna lose then? You gonna be here talking about what other pieces are around me? What other pe- as a as a one two punch? Nope. No, if, if it was never just, a one two punch. If it's just nope, me, nope, nope. no, 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 Kyrie, no, what Kevin he Love, had this year, or what he had in the finals, what he had this in the yeah, finals or over the season. From the time they swept Boston, okay, until they almost got swept, Chicago and Atlanta. They had Boston, Chicago. Boston. They, they had Boston, Atlanta, Chicago. No, Chicago was second. Second. Boston, Chicago, Atlanta. You got J.R. Smith for those three games. Do I have Kevin Love and Kyrie? You got what you had this okay. year. Yeah, I'm taking J.R. Smith. Okay. I'm, and guess what you're gonna be ringless. Because J.R. If I make it to the finals with that same with everyone healthy, you in the East. Of course, you won't make it to the finals. You keep talking about LeBron like LeBron did everything he could. That was what, that was magical. I'm glad I got to witness that. What he did, I don't I, need I don't need Andrew Wiggins trying to take big shots. Andrew he's a, Wiggins, he's not gonna take big shots. LeBron run that team. He's not gonna take big shots. The only big shot he's I gonna trust, take is when LeBron giving the ball like he did to Jr. But he gonna knock him down. I trust Jr. knocking that knocking those big shots down before mm. Andrew Wiggins. In that situation, I Andrew Wiggins, yeah, he can't Andrew perform. Andrew Wiggins is unconscious. He, he don't perform. know what he's doing he yet. He can't drive to the basket. You're right. You exactly. That's why he's going to knock him Smith, down. You're here to you shoot. You see the, the ball. guys who don't know you what they're doing, and they play like a, at a high level. Like him. Yeah, during the regular season, we talking playoffs. Well, yeah, I'm talking, we, we yeah, are talking we playoffs. We talking playoffs. We talking finals. Run. All right, you you never I'm seen you ever, you never seen this. You never seen this right here. This guy's unconscious, and he don't even know what he's doing yet. You seen a little kid? Even I'm talking about even a little kid. Like his guy's a superstar. He has no idea what he's doing. Right. 
He's, this he's is doing Wiggins. It. He has no idea what he's doing. He yeah. know basketball. There's no microphones in Wiggins. There's no camera shoots. <laughs> he's in Minnesota. What you think? Or Minnesota. He, There's not like come on. You think I'm gonna take microphones and cameras in they Minnesota? Had Kevin Love as you a don't superstar. get the average camera work. You talking about where they where they announced Kevin well, King Love? King Fit. King Fit ain't even promoting him. <laughs> yeah, because we're not. We're talking in Minnesota. My point exactly. Minnesota. One of my points. You exactly. can ball in Minnesota. Everybody looks good in Minnesota. Kevin Love looked good in Minnesota. Well, I'm telling you, all I'm saying is you want to be without a ring. You, you, and you watch LeBron. We want to talk about this tomorrow. You see how LeBron apologizes and said, like, I'm a, everything he mm-hmm. said, say, I'm going to be here, but I'm going to get you your ring. If he would have got it this year, he'd have been going to New York. He'd have uh, been going to New York. I can't, I can't say that. Why would I get this? Man, he ain't no Dan Gilbert fan. He's not going to forget. LeBron is an intelligent guy. You're right. And, you know, he's still on the cusp of, you know, not talking about Jaheel the season just, just yet. But, yeah, um, yeah, we could talk about that. Thursday morning? Thursday morning. I'm going to have my notes Thursday morning about this NBA draft. Probably have a whole NBA <clears throat> NBA day. Um, but you did bring up the talks of, uh, you know, LeBron real quick. You did bring up, you know, uh, he did finally come out and speak saying, you know, he's still feeling a little feeling a little down after the finals. And, you know, he's just talking about all about next season and how he'll be back. And whatnot, so Danny Ferry, yeah, he'd be back. LeBron would be back. He'd Moving be back. on, I mean, you 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 brought up just now, uh, Danny Ferry. Ferry exit as Hawks GM with mixed emotions. There's nothing mixed. Ain't nothing mixed about, about that. He made a comment. <laughs> we, you know what? If the world wasn't how it is, if the world was a better place. If the world was a better place, if just the way <laughs> you want to put it, if the world didn't start, it didn't even start this way. But if it didn't end up to how it is now. Then when people make comments about anything, it wouldn't be, oh, you can't say that. You can't use that word. You can't use this. Mm-hmm. But because Danny Ferry <clears throat> said a few things, and depending on who you are, how you are, wh- where you're from, and how you took that, well, people worry about their image. So now Danny Ferry steps down. He steps down as the Hawks general manager. Well, you better say step down. You better use the correct verbiage. Mm-hmm. You better say step down because uh, – Pretty much, they was gonna fire him because they don't. They didn't need that backlash. No, they didn't. Because of Atlanta, yeah, you in Atlanta organizations at <laughs> the Black Hollywood. You you in Atlanta, quote you, unquote. You think um, Black San Francisco too, if you know what I mean. Look, you think uh, <laughs> no, I don't know that side. I, I've never been to that side, but I do you know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, you ain't been to Atlanta. Oh, I've been to Atlanta That's plenty crazy. of times. That's um, the second home to me. Atlanta, and what they did on a fan base level. You can't have Danny Ferry in there because those fans will leave. You know, they fickle as <laughs> as it come. Mm-hmm. And now they're winning. I was in Atlanta while, they was go- while the season was going on. I had to go do something with a college guy mm-hmm. recruiting. So there's no way in the world. No. No way in the Not world. Not with that language being talked yeah. about and how the city of Atlanta is But now. that's See, the world is a certain way. Like anything, I, I should be able to say whatever I want to say, and so should anybody else. And if it wasn't crazy – on this planet, mm-hmm. that wouldn't even be an issue. Mm-hmm. It'd be more of a joke than anything, but it wouldn't be an issue. Alex Rodriguez, three thousand hit, did it with the home run. Very few have done it that way. Uh, a couple of seconds before we take off for today, uh, your comments on Mister Three Thousand now? Yeah, he's throwing eggs in the owner's face. He's throwing eggs in the owner's face. Raw eggs, might I add that? They didn't want this guy this year. This guy's hitting 3,000 home run, but I mean, it's added on to what he already had, but mm-hmm. he's playing well this year. He is. 
He's playing he's playing really well. He's trying to get paid again. He's not getting paid again. No. Not like that. Not in New York. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We are man, we ran out of time. Always uh, but time. we do, you know, we do have a post game show that's in the works that's coming up here very so soon. So can't figure that shit it'll be together. fun. It will be it'll be a fun, great deal to <laughs> get along with. So Kwame Lasseter Sports <laughs> Talk Show, Demi Lachey, Kwame Lasseter. We'll catch you tomorrow morning. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.